in Saskatchewan. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is your boy, Stevie Jobber. And it's your boy, Dangerous Duke. And welcome back to the Dangerous Jobbers podcast, putting wrestling over one podcast at a time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And today we have a uh, very special WrestleMania rundown. Yeah, that we do. Uh, So we took a break real quick just to let everything from Mania subside before we jumped in and gave our thoughts, gave our opinions. And for an episode this big, we needed to have a guest on with us. So obviously we're going to go right back to what works. Fresh off of his 1,000 subscribers mm-hmm. and a wild weekend, the one and only D the Toy Hunter. Yes, sir. What is happening? Spotify, what is happening? YouTube. Yeah, everybody who's watching this on YouTube right now, you guys can see D the Toy Hunter in all his glory. The people on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, everywhere else, you guys are hearing him in all his glory. So <laughs> in the best of both worlds. That's right. Uh, so guys, Mania weekend has came, it has went, and honestly, for me, it exceeded the expectations a little bit. Same here. Like, I've been kind of going over this for like the last couple years, and y'all might agree with what I'm about to say. This was the first WrestleMania that really felt like a WrestleMania. Absolutely. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It just, it, granted, it wasn't, you know, everything wasn't lumped into, you know, one day, but I kind of dig this, this two night format. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to dig it. Yeah. I think it's, um, I think it's beneficial for all the matches. Um, it really, it really makes sure that um, everybody gets included having it two nights. Um, granted, I think there was still, um, a match cut and put back on night two for whatever reason, but I think it does well for all the people that don't want to be cut for time, and right. I think it makes it uh, a bigger thing that it's two nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they really brought it this 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 mania. I haven't felt this good about a mania in years. Like this was this was really great. I agree. My my only beef. No intercontinental and no U.S. title match on on the card. That's my only beef. Yeah, that was that was the only the only rough shot for me. Uh, I think the match that got cut, we'll, we'll discuss it more. But the match that got cut, if that's what you were gonna give us, it shouldn't have even been on the card. You could have just mm-hmm. cut a you couple. You could have given us at least one pre-show match. Yeah, like, been... you, you could have cut like two minutes from each match and given us a mid-card title somewhere. Right. Uh, but we're going to dive right in. We're going to start with night one. I got the matches in order. I got my ratings right right here on the paper, so you guys will be able to give yours like on the fly or if you have them. Um, but we're going to start with night one, the first match, the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. Um, so I guess we're going to start with you, Stevie. What were your thoughts on uh, the Usos versus Nakamura and Boogs? Um. I don't have much of an opinion on it. Like the right people won for sure. Um, even though word on the street is they were gonna give it to Nakamura and Boogs. I feel like the right people won. 
Um, Boogs got injured, and you know, I, I feel I feel bad that Boogs was injured. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, he recovers soon. But the match wasn't. It was what I expected it to be. I'm not even gonna say that. It was what I expected it to be with kind of a thrown together ending there because Boogs' leg went out. Um, but it, you know, it, it, you, it was expected. You expected just because of like the result, pretty much. Yeah, well, the the result and the quality of match. I mean, I wasn't expecting a whole lot from Boogs. Um. And I haven't been expecting too much from Nakamura. This seemed like kind of just a, you know, a match for the Usos. Okay. I mean, and the Usos usually set the tone for pay-per-views because they're, you know, they're the Usos. But... Mm. Mm. All right, what about you, D? I thought the tag, the, the SmackDown tag title match, I thought it was a... A, a solid opener. <clears throat> like Stevie said, the ending was just kind of thrown together. Um, get well soon, Rick Books. Um, I, I hated to see that. From what I understand, I think he tore his meniscus. Mm. Yeah, it was um, his meniscus and his quad. Yeah, it just... I, I hated to see that. I mean, I... I thought that spot would have been cool, but you know, it was what it was. And I think the, the Usos kind of set the tone for night one. And I I just, I just felt like the, the ending of the match could have been better. Mm. Okay. Uh, For me, I honestly, I got something a little different from y'all. I didn't like the match. I didn't like anything about it, but it wasn't the Usos' fault. It wasn't Nakamura's fault. It wasn't even Boog's fault. I think I just didn't like it because of how they had to go on the fly at the last minute because of the injury. Because then once Boog got taken out, it just felt like they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know where they were going, and they just had to find the quickest way to end it. Um. Yeah. I think the only good thing that comes out of this now is the match for me sucked, but now Nakamura is getting that singles push. I guess that's what they're doing after what we've seen on SmackDown. Um, But yeah, I picked Boogs and Nakamura to win. I'm not mad that the Usos won, but for me, I just think that match could have been better. And it's not their fault. It's just a shitty situation that put them in that predicament. Um, so with that being said, guys, on a scale of one to five, what was y'all rating for this match? I give it a 2.5 out of five. All right, Stevie. Uh, I'll be nice and give it a three. Damn, I think I'm the heel on this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gave it a 1.5. I mean, Ooh. I'm just being nice. I'm being very nice. Yeah, but but very we might see these people in the future. I don't want to. I mean, it's right. not. It, it just got that type of rating because of how they had to like do it on the fly. I mean, I'll be nice and give it a two, just because of the injury. But I think it would have been higher. It definitely would have been higher had the injury not happened. Yeah, oh, most 
most definitely because up really the mat the match up until the injury was was good. It was a solid tag match, and mm-hmm. I just think the injury just kind of brought it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's how it was for me on a couple of these matches. Like they were good matches and then something just happened that either dragged it down or something happened and dragged it up. Like that's how it was for me for a few of these matches. Mm. Um, so the next match after that was McIntyre versus Corbin. D I'm going to let you take this one. what do you think of this one? I enjoyed it. Right. And, and, to make it so bad, like, okay, I'm gonna be the heel. I hate Baron Corbin. Yep. I, I think he's one of he's the world's most boring heel. He was boring in NXT. He's boring now. But to see him in a Mania singles match, he worked his ass off. So I got to give it to him. Mm-hmm. See, this is where I blame a lot of the writing because, um, like D, I've watched him since NXT. And um, the before the cocky, you know, they called me, I didn't call anybody to be here. Uh, before his NXT persona got to grow on me, they moved him up to the main roster. Uh, and they tweaked a couple things and it just wasn't what it could have been. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always knew he could work. Like I knew given the chance, he can go. Like he's, oh, he's yeah. a great he's, he's... athletic performer when given the chance. But his characters never, like after they moved him to the main roster, his characters were never great. King Corbin sucked to me. Um, general manager, but not general manager, Corbin sucked. The only good Corbin we got was broke Corbin. And for that to be what spawned happy Corbin, the result was was terrible <laughs> considering where they could have went with this. You know what I mean? I, ain't gonna lie. I, I did like broke Corbin. Broke, broke Corbin, Corbin was right. hilarious. It, it was hilarious. I was eating that up. Like every broke Corbin, every new broke Corbin thing that came out, I was rushing to see because it was the greatest thing. Like (laughs) it was the greatest thing he'd ever done. But happy Corbin is just, is just the worst man. So (laughs) I know he can deliver on a match, but I mean, it's such a ride to get there, you know? Um, I was going to say real quick, don't you think marketing wise, it would have made more sense to keep him as broke Corbin? You know how many shirts you can make and how much money you can make? Yo, man, there was. Hey, you know what? Now that I think about it, I'm sitting here, I'm looking at all my figures. I wouldn't have mind seeing a broke Corbin elite. Exactly. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't mind seeing broke Corbin merch. Could you imagine yeah. the, the the broke Corbin shirt like pay so I can eat this week like buy the shirt? Uh huh. <laughs> they I mean they could have went so far with this man. They could have like, they could have went at least up until many of this year with broke Corbin. Yes, yes. yes. They could have had they could have they could have ran this thing. Y'all could have. Uh, I don't want to use Cameron Grimes. But y'all could have used somebody wealthy 
for him to like fight in mania for like a check and like <laughs> and just made it the most meaningful thing for him like <laughs> uh-huh. hey i wouldn't mind it <laughs> y'all could have really y'all could have really y'all could have really dragged this out and it'd been very entertaining um but yeah i mean um the match was good but it just it's the road to get there for me because not for nothing, I'm over Corbin, I'm over Madcap, and I'm super duper over uh, sword-carrying Drew McIntyre. So, yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm I'm going to agree with you. Uh, I thought the match, that match was better than I expected just for, not McIntyre, for uh, Corbin's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, I dug that at like when he hit the end of days and McIntyre kicked out. I do, I do dig that the first time somebody's ever kicked out of his finish was at a WrestleMania. I'm kind of upset that it was McIntyre, but I'm not upset it was McIntyre because he's one of the bigger guys that they're pushing right now. Right. Um, so I thought that was pretty dope. Um, and they put on a quality match, like y'all said. I really didn't have any complaints about the match, Mm-mm. except for the end when he took the sword and cut the ropes. Yeah, like, what? why did I need that? Like, I didn't need that. Like, like bro, we're we going to do this in match two. We still got, like, five matches to get through. You just making it harder for the ring crew. I definitely said that, too, when he cut the I, I ropes. Felt bad I was the, like, I felt I bad for that. the ring crew. Right. All that hard work. I, I scratch, scratch my head. I'm like, why? But you notice how bad that sword bent when they replayed it, right? That sword bent like yeah, a, it, <laughs> it bent like a boomerang. <laughs> I went back yeah. later on that night and watched the watched the replay. Like it's like two, three in the morning. I'm like, first of all, what is that sword made of for it to bend like that? Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it did a second again, watch, just watching it back. It's like was that was the was that spot really necessary? It really wasn't. It really wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they could have had the same result of the match without the sword chop. It didn't. I didn't need add, that. It didn't add. It didn't take away. It didn't do anything. Stop trying to make the sword work. That's my thing. Like it's, yeah. not, <laughs> it's not Excalibur. We don't need the sword. It's so we we get it. He's Scottish. He's a Highlander. We don't need the sword. At this point, I feel better about. Um, extremely Irish Seamus yeah. than I do about extremely sword-carrying Drew, like extremely Scottish Drew McIntyre. I don't like it, man. I just don't uh, like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> get this sword out of my face. Like, you're not cutting anybody. Hey, they're trying to get the sword over. We're trying to get the sword, man. There's a lot you know of what it, You know what it is? It's They're probably selling the sword <laughs> something they're like they've got to be selling so they're trying to sell swords that's got to be what this hey is. i wouldn't i wouldn't be surprised if we walked into a target or walmart and they have the sword in like that yeah the, the oh man yeah like, like drew really? mcintyre's sword really <laughs> like yeah it, like, it, it's gonna be the same foam swords you get at five right, yeah it's just gonna be the WWE logo yeah. on it. It's gonna be like a Nerf sword, but it's like by WWE. It's terrible. All right, so on a scale of one to five, guys, McIntyre versus Corbin. I'm gonna be honest. I'm giving it. A, I'm giving it like I'll I'll go I'll go two point five on it. 
Wow, you are the Simon of this. Um, <laughs> I'll give it a three and a half. I'm with Stevie. I feel, I feel a way about him kicking out of the end of days, but I'll give it a three and a half. All right, yeah, I, I guess I am being the heel today, man. Um, next up, we got the Mysterios versus the Miz and Logan Paul. I'm gonna take this one because Stevie knows how much I don't like Logan Paul. He did surprisingly well. Um, I will give it to him. He did surprisingly well. He got heel heat like a mother. Um, Facts. Would I say he was better than Bad Bunny performing? No, but he was close. He definitely got more reactions. He he got way more reactions. Um, and he... He he showed he can hang. So I that match did way better than I expected it to. So that's that's a plus for me. Um I think that's the worst part about this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I know we're on YouTube, but like that was the worst part about it for me. <laughs> he was doing, he was doing pretty well. The worst part about it was when I saw him come out and the match is starting, and I'm like, oh my god, oh no, he looks like he belongs. This is terrifying. <laughs> it looks like this could be like a thing. I'm not for this. <laughs> this, is, this is something we don't want to see more than one of. If this was just a one-time thing, then okay, great. But damn, you know, this he looks like he could do this, like. I don't like that. I don't like that. At I mean, I'm... Bad, like Bad Bunny looked like okay, like he's he still looks celebrity, but he could just do the moves really well. Yeah. Logan looks like he like could be like somebody that is regularly on the show, which was the worst part about it for me. The match was what it was. I mean, it was terrible, but. I mean, I don't, I don't know, man. I just, I just, the worst part about it was that he looked like he could stay here. First of all, I got to give a shout out to the Mysterios because I was paying attention to their attire for WrestleMania because the Mysterios always do something crazy. Yes, yes. And shout out to Z for seeing that. Pay tribute not only to Eddie, but to Art Barr, the originator. The originator of the frog splash is like, yes. I saw that too. I dig that. And then Logan Paul. Wow. To to quote my buddy Mike, as we because we were texting back and forth at WrestleMania, he said, Logan Paul looks like he belongs in a ring. God damn it, I got to give the bastard credit. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that, that, that's really all we can do. We, we kind of ate our words a little bit saying that we had no faith in this match. Um, but it was, a, it was a decent quality match. And I like you said, they paid respects to Art Bar and Eddie, not only with the attire for Eddie, but they, Dom also did Eddie's fire. Uh, he also did Eddie's move. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen recently, like on TikTok and Facebook and whatnot, 
they've been replaying the clip of when Eddie was fighting world's greatest tag team. And he did that move with Shelton where he grabbed his wrist, jumped on the top rope. Oh, top yeah, 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 yeah. And then jumped on the Charlie Haas. And Dom did the move, too. I was like, damn, they, they pay attention to social media because that's been circulating a lot. They, I, I don't know what it is, but, like, <clears throat> anything Eddie just... You see it if you see you see it on TikTok, you see it on Facebook, like anything Eddie just mm-hmm. it just it just pops up and it and it I think as fans, it's like, damn, we really, really miss this guy. Because yeah, like, he's one of the greatest of all he might be the greatest of all time. I like, mean he, he might be yeah. better than Shawn Michaels. Quite possibly. And that's a WrestleMania match that we missed out on. Yeah. Suppo- supposedly that was supposed to be the uh the, their match at 22 yeah if, if he never passed but yeah we missed out we missed out on that one but yeah they did great um so i'll start the rating i'm gonna give this one i'm gonna give it a three 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 Damn, and here I thought, and here I thought I was the Simon. <laughs> I'm not too much of a Simon this episode. Um, next one we got is Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Stevie, go right ahead. Um, so this was the second, maybe the second. This is the, no, this was the third best promoted match on the card. I feel like. Um, especially with her cutting her hair beforehand and, you know, the chair spot, it looked like it was going to break her neck and everything. They, they promoted this really well. Mm-hmm. I did not agree with Becky Lynch's outfit in the least. I didn't know what was going on there. Um, there were a lot of references to Haley from Paramore. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what was going on there, but they put on a great match. Um, it ended like it was supposed to. It gave me the apology that I needed for SummerSlam. Yeah. Uh, which I think is the most important part is that they apologize for taking it from her in like 13 seconds, was it? Yeah, 26 seconds. 26 seconds. Um, so they did what they were supposed to do. It was a solid match. It was good. Um, and aside from Becky Lynch's distracting outfit, uh, they went out there and did exactly what they were supposed to do. No complaints. All right, go ahead, D. Personally, <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie. I felt like Becky and Bianca should have been the main event of night one. I'm just gonna get that out there. But I feel you. Mm. Uh. It was a really good match. It told a great story. I love the build <clears throat> because really, if you think about it, it's been a year-long build. Um, for once, like Stevie said, WWE apologized to the fans. Mm-hmm. They, they gave us the ending that we, we deserved. Mm. And overall 
I love the match. Uh, I love uh, Bianca's entrance with uh, the Texas Southern Band. Um, yeah, that was cool. Becky, I really don't know what your attire was all about, but we're going to overlook that because uh, when we get to the, the next match, we're going to talk about that guy and the other guy. Oh, um, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's solid. A great match. Great match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's basically solid. all. That's basically all you can say. Uh, it, it's just, it was just a great match. Yeah. yeah they, they did great. Um, y'all hit the nail on the head for me. I didn't really have much else to say other than what y'all said. Um, they gave us the right. They gave us the right result that we wanted. They gave us the match that we originally wanted back at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Um, and they delivered on that apology. Um, for me, I'm giving this match a four out of five. Damn it! I'm gonna be. I'm gonna. I'm gonna break. I'm giving it a five. I'm giving it a five. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm five. gonna go ahead and give it a five too. I'm gonna okay. go ahead and give it a five too. Right. Yo, is 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 Bianca Belair? Um, she's solidified now, right? Yes, yeah, without without she's, question. Yeah. She's main event Bianca. Like she's yeah, she's it. Yeah, without right. question. She she's one of their top people now. She has to be. All right, just to get that out of the way. Um, next up we have the match that I know we all were looking forward to. And mm-hmm. Dee, this falls to you to give the first intro for it. So Seth Rollins versus vacant opponent who turned out to be who most of us had expected, Cody Rhodes. <clears throat> wow I, that's all I can say um now with that being said I think we were talking we were we were talking in the group chat because I think I had broke the news to to everyone Shane was spotted there and Goldberg was spotted there mm-hmm now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, WWE, don't, don't mess this up. Don't, we don't need them. Mm-hmm. Give, give the fans what they want. You know, Seth come out and I guess one of Becky's dresses, I don't know what he had on. from the mania <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest I don't know what the hell Seth had on but I'm just like we're gonna go with it and there was just that that pause and and you could tell the crowd was getting you know antsy because they they pretty much knew they pretty mm-hmm. much knew mm-hmm. and Pyro goes off, lights go out, and then you hear Cody's music. His AEW theme. Yep. I'm sitting there with my mouth just like... They actually gave it to him. I was like... Vince, you actually did something right for once. And... You could have swore the roof off of AT&T. Like, if you listen to that crowd reaction, mm-hmm. we were all watching it live, 
just just to hear that crowd reaction, you could have swore the roof the roof off AT and T Stadium just blew up. Yeah, I mean, people went nuts. People went crazy. Like my phone's going, you know, my phone was going crazy because we're all in the group chat. And on top of that, I'm texting other people who are watching Mania, and we're just like, my God, they did it. Mm-hmm. And they put on again, because I'm gonna go ahead and rate it back, you know, another, you know, a, a five out of five. I mean, it then on top of that, you had the the, the tribute to Stardust. You had like you just had so yeah. many different different things in that match, and it was just kind of like, man. But then you also got to think long term. WWE, please don't mess this up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Un- unbelievable match. Five, you know, five out of five. It's good to it's. Good to see Cody, you know, wrestling. I don't I don't care if it's an AEW. I don't care if it's in New Japan. I don't care if it's in Ring of Honor. I don't care. It's just good to see Cody wrestle, but especially on a big stage like that. It, it was cool to see Cody wrestle. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Steve. I'll let, I'll let you take the next one. Um, so step back to rewind. Um... I've always said Cody was a great storyteller mm-hmm. in and out of the ring. Yes. Um, and in AEW, he had this thing where people, I never understood it, but people would just not be for Cody. And I would, I was like desperately trying to wrap my head around the negativity that was going around Cody. Um, I just could not understand what about his character they weren't, that they didn't like. Um, so when he left and, you know, I, I was, I was really waiting until I saw it to believe it. So when, when the music hit and it was really Cody and you heard just the, the pop was like unbelievable i mean i'm standing up with my head on you know my hands on my head freaking out too but when i heard the reaction i was like okay this is what's supposed to happen but this is this is what you know is supposed to happen with when cody comes out yeah i don't know what was going on in AEW. like maybe they felt like because he was a part of the business there was a complex and they were kind of giving him John Cena treatment, even though he didn't put himself in that position. Whatever, whatever that was, that is gone. This yeah. is just Cody. This is the respect for Cody. This is everything Cody's done. This is, this is genuine love. The pop I got from them, and then in the ring, because it was all the way down. It was all the way down. Um, ends through numerous spots in the match, but hearing that pop, it was like, okay, he is, he is everything that they want him to be. Mm-hmm. He is, he is it. He is a huge player, and he, they he have to, the, they have to treat him like that. Yeah, he, he is the true definition of the word superstar. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then hearing. 
the crowd right before they they started it felt very like big isn't the word like it was it was like Jericho and Sean it was like Eddie and and uh it was like Eddie and Ray it was like it was like Kurt and Sean. It was like it was it was this feeling of like you're looking yeah. about to watch two like living legends work right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're and they beat the hell out of each other. Yes. Like they they brought it to another level. Absolutely. They gave each other everything that they needed. In that moment, it was Seth saying, I'm still Seth. And it was Cody confirming to everyone that had doubts that I'm I'm that guy. I'm that guy. You Absolutely. might not have believed it in AEW because of the mixed reaction or whatever, whatever, but I'm that guy. Mm-hmm. So to me it was it was it was unreal. It was a moment in time. I'm I can I can honestly agree that what you just said, all those all those matches you just named Jericho and Sean, Eddie and Ray, uh Kurt and Sean, like those type of matches at their respective WrestleManias were the best matches of their WrestleManias. Mm-hmm. This match, I don't care what anybody says, this was the best match of either night of WrestleMania. Yes. What they, what they did in that ring was ridiculous. Um, the, and, you know, the tribute to Stardust, the tribute to Dusty with the elbow, the moment in the ring after the match, the fact that they gave him uh his AEW song was you know just the cherry on top everything they did about this was great it was it was the worst kept secret but the best possible result and outcome uh i loved it i loved every minute of it with that being said i'm gonna just throw my rating out there and i'm giving us a 5 can i say 7 can I be Dave Meltzer oh, you and break my own Dave rating? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm a Dave Meltzer and give it a seven. Well, no, this hold on. Incredible. Like, not like the match was a five, but the atmosphere was on a different level. Like the react the because of the crowd, I, I'll bump it up to a seven because I mean that match wouldn't have been that match without that crowd either. I will say, in my opinion, this was the biggest mania pop since the Hardys returned. Because mm. when that pop happened, the whole stadium went apeshit. Yeah. Cody yeah, returned. I remember losing my mind when the Hardys came out. And the whole arena went apeshit. Like, you literally yeah, tried I, the I, video. He tried the video call me three times while Cody's coming out, and I'm like, I'm on a live stream right now. I can't answer. <laughs> I don't want to back to the live stream. But I'm sitting there texting as as the match is happening. Nuts. Yeah, that yeah, this like, this was a great match. Yeah, like I like I said, I I just sat there with my mouth open. I'm just like, I can't believe they did it. And if y'all remember the term Road Warrior Pop, that's exactly what that was. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And Stevie said he's giving us a Dave Meltzer rating. I think Meltzer's rating this about a three right now since he's not AEW anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Next match we got is Charlotte versus Ronda. 
Stevie, I'm gonna let you take this match because I know I know that I know Rhonda's your girl and Charlotte's your chick. So go ahead. I'll let you take this rating. Yo, yo, no, no BS. If I was them, I'd be I'd be in the back like pissed. <laughs> like I'm throwing something. Like, why? Why why why? Why were we last? We got to go out and follow that. Like, <laughs> I'd be in the back. Oh, on, on, top, on top of what we got to build up to that's coming up next. God damn, I was, I'd be pissed. Right? And they they were the main event, but they weren't really the main event. Bro, they got, <laughs> they got placed in the gravedigger spot, Yo. man. They, they were like smack dab in between two stellar ass matches. And then you just got boom. They got a rough shake at it, man. They got a they got a rough shake at it. But yo, yeah, okay. So let me let me let me actually break down. Um, so I said this before. This is this was the best promoted. Um, this was the best booked match of the night. Like the way they booked this over time. Um, to promote it outside of Brock and Roman, this was the best. Like this was the best built match on the card for me, mm-hmm. um, of probably the home mania besides the Seth thing. But you can't, you know. Um. Yeah, no, yeah. Even even beating the Seth thing, this was the best built match they had outside of Brock and Roman. Yeah. So I felt very strongly about it. I felt Ronda did exactly what she needed to when she came back. Um, to get the crowd on her side and to keep them there. Um, Charlotte is at the peak of her, whatever you want to call it. Charlotte <laughs> is Charlotte. She, at this point, she's a living legend. Like, not even like statistically, she's just she's just head and shoulders above everyone else. Um, and she's got this new air of confidence that clearly not everyone likes but i'm all for it thank you thank you andrade thank you andrade because yeah she's she's more charlotte than she's ever been before Mm -hmm. um she's firing on all cylinders and ronda is say what you want one of the best um boosts and probably um one of the best in the ring when given the chance um, that you could put Charlotte up against right now. So they went out there and they had, no, I mean, like, really think about it. Like, no, no, I I had to think because you there's said nobody, there's nobody you could have put her up against that would have felt as big that would have given you as good of a match. Yeah, I, I had to think about everything you were saying. When you were saying Rhonda is one of the best in the ring, that's when I was like, oh Lord, here we go. Yeah, but wait and then you it. said, and then you said one of the best in the ring that Charlotte could go up against given her stature. I was like, okay, that, that makes more sense. It wouldn't have felt as big with anybody else. No, and I agree, it wouldn't have. If it had been Bailey, it wouldn't have felt as big. If it had been, I don't know, if it had been Rhea, it was Rhea at one point and it wasn't as big. So yeah, I'll agree. You could have put it up against Becky. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have felt. It wouldn't have felt the same. Yeah. No. We've just seen that like five exactly. million times. That, that's Ronda like was the perfect horse. person. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, I felt like the match delivered, but I'm not sure how I feel about the ending. 
Um, Cause I, I felt like Ronda should have won and I understand the asterisks they put in there. So that Charlotte could retain. I'm just not sure about what happens now. I was kind of, this was a little, it was about what I expected given Ronda. Yes. But then, also this too, though, following what they had to follow. Yeah. It, yeah, it, it brought it, the it match did. down. You it know did. I mean? It definitely did. Cause you expect everything to just go up, up and up from that point right. on. And it's kind of hard to go up from right. Cody and Seth. I feel like right. Ronda delivered and did what she had to do. Um, and what she was expected to do, but it was just their place on the card yeah, that kind of took away. And, and you know what? I actually had that match rated a little lower, but given that given that aspect of it, I'll probably jump it up a little bit. But yeah, like, I feel like the rating would have been higher had it been... Had it been like the second match Ronda, on the card. Had it, had it been Charlotte Ronda, then Seth and Cody, then... Yeah. The ending. Yeah, if it had been if it had been anywhere else on the card aside from where it was, then it might have gotten a higher rating. But I think honestly, what they could have done is flip flop the women's matches. They could have put Charlotte and Ronda first, and then put Becky Bianca in this spot, and it wouldn't have made much of a difference for the Becky Bianca match because that match was good already as it was. Yeah, yeah, and that was early enough for them to like raise the bar. Yeah. And they would have definitely raised the bar from a. Uh, they probably would have been level with Miz and Mysterio, with Miz and the Mysterios, maybe a little bit better. Who knows? It would have been better than Miz and Mysterio. It would have been better than that. Um, I think I think you might be right. I think had they had they switched the matches, uh, even then though, I feel like that would have screwed Becky, <laughs> Becky and Bianca. Well, I I just think they put on the better match either way, so it wouldn't have it wouldn't have hurt them too bad. Teaches them. But what I'm saying is um, I felt like it was exceptional and it was just um, a subjective place. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. I didn't, I didn't have any issues aside from being curious about what to do now that Ronda lost. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's about it. All right, D, you got anything you want to add on this one? <clears throat> Trying to follow Seth and Cody was like Triple H and Jericho trying to follow Rock and uh, Hogan. Okay, I was trying to figure this out. You said it. You you put it exactly how I wanted to. I couldn't think of the match, though. I remember Hunter saying that he was pissed because he had to follow uh, one of these really big matches, but I couldn't remember the match. That's the match right there. Yeah, yeah that, 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 and I, and I felt like it was, it was hard for uh Rhonda and Charlotte because like I say it was like it, it was you know in that that same boat but I will say both ladies did the best they could I thought it was a really good match mm -hmm. it was built properly it mm -hmm. told a great story but I'm just like Stevie it's like okay Rhonda lost where do they go from here yeah yeah and it was um, the way that, and then on top of that, now that I sit here and I think about it and I kind of think about it in my mind, it was almost like when, because I want to put one of her dad's match, like big championship matches and like 
how he retained. It, it was like, because the way she won was was pretty much a a, a, a Ric Flair type move. Yeah. So it, it was almost like when, geez, because there's so many Flair matches, I can't really. I can't really put my my finger on one one match, but it was it was it was one of those matches where like Ric Flair won dirty, and he wasn't you know he wasn't supposed to. It was it was almost like one of one. Yeah, of those. It, it was like straight out the playbook. It was like straight yeah, out. It, the it, playbook. it was straight out the family playbook. And I and again, like Stevie said about you know Charlotte finding her her groove thanks to. Andre, yeah, it. Yeah, they like did. Charlotte. Charlotte felt like Charlotte again, mm-hmm. but also at the same time, she kind of sprinkled some of her dad's playbook into her playbook, and it, and it yeah, it felt it felt right. Yeah, it it wasn't it wasn't too much of one thing and not the other thing. It was like a bat. It was Charlotte, but it was the added in family stuff it wasn't too much rick flair wasn't too much charlotte it was like a it was like a good blend and right it was her but she was still her dad in a way like um like eddie with the shoe at the end of the uh curtain mm-hmm. match yeah WrestleMania. Like, they had yeah. a great match but that little extra bit in there kind of added like, to uh, it yeah um i don't have much to say on this match they exceeded my expectations a little bit um I mean, I didn't have high expectations for Ronda. I didn't. Steve, Stevie knows I didn't, but it did pretty good. I'll give it that. Um, I had it rated at a 2.5. Given where I had it rated or where the match was, I'll be generous. I'll give it a three. Three's about right. I, I give it a three. Only because they had to follow the two best matches on night one back to back. They were mm-hmm. sandwiched in between two unbelievable yeah. moments. But like y'all, y'all can see, I got the book so, right here. I literally, yeah. I literally had it at a 2.5, but I'll, I'll give it a, I'll give it a three given where they were sandwiched. Man, I'm biased. I'm calling it a 3.5. I'm biased. I, what, what, I wouldn't expect nothing less from you. It's okay. <laughs> um. So for the main event of night one, we got Kevin Owens, the real main event, Kevin Owens versus Austin. They did this about as perfect as they could do it. And that's not saying that this was bad because for me, this was actually really good. 19 years away from doing anything in ring aside from a stunner. Mm. I This was the most nervous I have ever been for anyone competing who has been away from an injury or a layoff or anything like that. This has been the most nervous I've been for anybody in a ring. I don't think I've been this nervous since thing came back and had his first match in AEW where I'm like, Oh God, watch his neck, watch his neck mm-hmm. for Austin. I'm like, yo, watch his knees, watch his neck. Don't take that suplex. Don't do this. Don't do that. And he hung it. He hung in there. I'm really surprised at how well he did. I mean, I shouldn't be because it's Austin. I'm just surprised that 19 years away, I mean, you could tell the rust was there within like the first five minutes. 
But then he just shook that rust off, and he looked like Austin. Mm-hmm. My main worry was whatever they do with this, whether it turns into a segment or a fight or a match, don't ruin his legacy. Because his legacy is one of those rare legacies that got bigger and better after he retired. So with that being said, they definitely did not take away from his legacy. They did a great job with this. Kevin Owens was the perfect one to do it with out of anybody on the roster right now. And I'm I'm throwing my rating out there because I'm pretty sure you guys are going to throw yours out there. This, for me, was a five. I went back <clears throat> and watched his last Mania match against The Rock. Mm-hmm. And some of the, you know, the Manias before that. And I'm just like, man, Stone, Stone Cold, get, get, get down. And then it was like, after that, there's like this 19-year gap. And, but like, as as fans, because, you know, I grew up during the Attitude Era, it's like, what if Austin had one more, like, one more left in? That's mm-hmm. what we, I think that's what we as fans just kept asking ourselves. What if Austin got one more left in him? And to see him come out there and, again, get that Road Warrior pop, of course he was going to get it because he's in Texas. But let's just be real. It don't matter where a WrestleMania is, Austin's always going to get that Road Warrior pop because everybody loves Austin. Mm -hmm. But just seeing him in a ring at a WrestleMania It almost made you feel like a kid again. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It almost made you feel like a kid again. And he had the perfect opponent in Kevin Owens because Kevin, to me, I think is one of the safest workers in pro wrestling. To see Austin take a suplex on concrete I, I cringed a little bit, but like he just kind of shook it off. It's so like, okay, mm-hmm. he, he's he's good, he's good. Because I, I was just like Stevie watches. I was just like both of y'all like watch his knees, watch his neck. Kevin, keep him safe, please, mm-hmm. <laughs> please. But now I will say one of the the funniest moments in that match, but I thought it was just, it was great. Was seeing Austin take Kevin Owens on the ride on the four-wheeler. I thought, I yeah. thought that was great. I, I'm just like, that's oh, a man. perfect Austin moment right there. And to see him deliver that, you know, deliver that stunner for, you know, final time, it was just kind of like, I'm, 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 a, I'm, I'm a 13 year old kid all over again. I think I forget. Um, you you just mentioned the four wheeler ride. I forget who I sent it to, but I know I sent it to one of you. It was either you or it was Stevie, where it was them two on the four wheeler and they were playing that Celine Dion song. Yeah, from Titanic. <laughs> yeah, I sent it to you. Okay. Oh man, I was like, I don't know what it is with Kevin Owens and this song, but this is like the <laughs> video I've seen with Kevin Owens, where it's like, um, 
I believe the heart does go on. <laughs> and, and I sent it to Stevie a while back. They did it with him and Goldberg and Jericho mm. at, uh, <laughs> at one of them pay-per-views. And then they did it again with this. I'm like, yo, I don't know. This song, every time I hear it now, it's just going to be linked to Kevin Owens and all these like messed up moments. Well, Celine Dion's Canadian. He's Canadian. So yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. I didn't think I was going to give a Celine Dion plug on the podcast ever. But sure enough, when Kevin Owens is involved, I guess you got to throw her in now, too. <laughs> yeah, but this, this match, man, uh, Stevie, what were your thoughts on this? Um, it was kind of unreal, man. I was popping from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. I was terrible. Like I, I, I was thirteen. Like I was a little, a little kid. Um, like Austin comes out there. I'm not Austin. Uh, Kevin comes out there with knee pads on, and uh, I'm tripping. I'm watching this from Mrs. Jobber. I'm tripping. I'm like, he's got his knee pads on. And she's like, relax. We don't know anything yet. And I'm like, no. He, he came to play. Mm-hmm. And then Austin comes out and Austin's got wrist tape on and his, his knee braces. And I'm like, no, Austin, Austin came to fight. Like, yeah. this, isn't, this, isn't, this isn't just a thing. Like Austin came to fight. Um, and then of course, once it, once it really happened um, and they're brawling inside and outside and um, I was a little, he, he took me, he took me, he, 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 he had me for a minute there with the, with the turnbuckle spot. Cause we know when Austin's stomping a mud hole and that, that slow start kind of got me like, Oh, uh, is he, is he not as good as he used to be? And then he, he started stomping that mud hole. Right. And I was like, all right, man, we, we here now. It did look like it was a little hard now. for him to get his leg yeah, up the first like, couple right, times. But he, he did his thing, man. Um, and from there, it was just I couldn't ask for anything else. I, I was I was a little I was a little cringy at the at the suplex spot, but he got he did what he's supposed to do. He got right back up. I was like, all right, nobody's worried, nobody's worried anymore. He's yeah, good. he's good. He can do this. Um, so yeah, I'm good. I'm glad there was no like pop up power bomb. Oh yeah, I think I would have been nice. concerned about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, but they did everything they were supposed to do, man. Um, they traded stunners. It was great. Um, yeah, you couldn't ask for anything more, man. He I was had gonna a say, can of whoop ass in him, and that was I it. was I was gonna say you could have even teased the pop up power bomb, and when he goes to lift him up, Austin just hits him with like an elbow or something, or mm. like pokes him in the eye or something. Uh, but yeah, this was a five for me. Uh, panel, what was y'all rating? Yeah, five. Five. Ah. All right, fives across the board. They blew it out the water, man. That was awesome. It was crazy. It was a very nostalgic moment. So that was everything for night one. Now we're going to jump to night two. Oh, I know everybody who was on the night two card was pissed, too. Um, <laughs> you, couldn't have been, well, you couldn't have been watching that in the back and been like, we supposed to do what? Was, man. So, yeah, they, were probably, they were probably sitting there just like, okay, not only do we have to follow Seth and Cody, Mm-hmm. Bianca hit, hit, hit Becky. Mm-hmm. Now this, I give up. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. I'm Roman mad as hell right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man, 
Y'all, why so, did y'all call this the greatest match of all time? Did you see this? Did you see this thing? Did y'all? Oh, yeah. The big... We couldn't have talked to the marketing team before this happened. If I knew this was going to be it, we'd have named this thing something else. <laughs> can we just call this the greatest match at night, too? Like, can we just... Yeah, just... they right. Like, this is... And, and honestly, they, they couldn't have even did that. Because I got to put me in a very compromising position here. Because I, I, I got something that was bigger than that match, but... We only got 10 minutes as it is to pull this thing off. <laughs> you know, Brock matches ain't long. We're supposed to no, not at all. I'll do Cody and Seth with 10 minutes. It's whack. Shit. So we're gonna kick this off night two. And I did this for a specific reason. The first match on the card, you got RK Bro versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy for the raw tag team titles. D, you're kicking this one off. It's pretty much what I expected. Um, Alpha Academy playing tribute to the Steiners. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 ending of the match with the tandem RKOs. I thought that was cool, especially Randy's because let's be honest. Anytime there's a WrestleMania and Randy's involved, you're going to see some type of spectacular RKO. Mm-hmm. It has never failed. It, it never, it just, that's just how it is. Um, solid triple threat. I thought that, me personally, I thought the Street Profits should have went over, but I get it. And we were also talking about a heel turn in a group. So mm-hmm. we didn't see that. Yeah, which was kind of a surprise. Which yeah, was that, that was kind of a surprise. Because like I think the the go home show to Mania, the Prophets somewhat got kind of that you you would have thought that the Prophets might have were returning. Mm-hmm. But the ending of the match is like, no, they didn't. And of course, uh uh Gable Stevenson coming out, you know, coming out of the crowd and Giving that suplex to uh, Gable. Gay, I still want to call him Shorty G. I don't know why, but <laughs> but <laughs> I'm sorry, Stevie. I'm sorry. <laughs> we will never mention that again. That name again. But seeing him deliver that that suplex to. To Gable was just kind of like, all right, this dude's gonna do something, man. Mm-hmm. You know, overall, just the you know the you know the toast at the end and all that, but it 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 was pretty much your typical you know triple threat tag team match. I'll go ahead and say it on the podcast. Didn't nobody come to see Otis? There you go. That's what I was. <laughs> there was a reason I. I I did this a certain way so D would get this match. <laughs> y'all, y'all was just waiting on that. Y'all was waiting on that. Yeah, but nobody came to see him. Nobody came to see Otis, but I will admit Otis did have like some really some pretty cool power spots, but really mm-hmm. didn't nobody come to see Otis. Yeah. <laughs> but overall, solid match. And I guess in a way we kind of got the ending that we want. Yeah, like it, it wasn't bad. Um I will say uh, the one thing that I did like, it wasn't even a big thing, but when they did, when they were doing their, um, 
what the hell was it? The, the top rope spots when they were like jumping over stuff, they were catching them really well. Like they were landing very, like very safe and sound. Yeah. Like, like when uh, Montez did the jump, Randy caught the hell out of him. Like if you watch that back, Randy caught him and literally just like laid him down the whole way. And then Otis did the same thing for, I forget who it was. Otis did the same thing for somebody. I, I want to say it was Riddle, but I'm not sure. I don't remember. But every, like, high spot, everybody was landing safe and sound. That was a very safe match. Um, So they did a lot of great stuff in that match. Uh, the Gable-Stevenson thing was a nice touch, especially with Chad Gable. And there's really not much else I could ask for. it. Like you just said, it was a solid solid triple threat tag match everything turned out well my rating um oh no wait stevie you got to give your thoughts still right um i liked it i agree with everything y'all said nobody came to see otis um <laughs> i feel really good about i feel really good about gable's phase in his career right now he finally found something that works he's in his like bratty kurt angle with hair phase and i'm digging it mm -hmm. um I hope Gable's good. I hope the other Gable. Dude. Stevenson. Yeah, I hope Stevenson's good. Steve Stevenson. That yeah. threw me off. Did anyone else yeah, think it was we, Stevenson? Until, I definitely, until, until, I definitely like, did think it was Stevenson. Yo, I swore up and down it was Stevenson. And, you know, like, totally thrown off. But I hope the other Gable is good. Um, I'm happy about where Gable, where the first Gable is in his career right now. Mm -hmm. I think he finally found something that is going to stick. Um, nobody came to see Otis. Randy did what he was supposed to do. Um, the Street Prophets did what they were supposed to do. Um, yeah, it was, it was just, it was a solid opener. All right, so on a one to five scale, I, I'm giving it a 3.5. Yeah, 3.5. Yeah, 3.5, 3 yeah. All right, um, so... With that being said, there's two matches on this card on night two that really don't I, – I don't think they need much talking about because they were nothing to me. Um, you got Bobby Lashley versus Almost. And I'm calling them all – just say Almost? Yes, and, and I, I'm, I'm paying homage to where I got this from. <laughs> I'm, Yo. Jim Cornette worded this perfectly. Just call this man Almost. Jim, Jim Cornette worded it perfectly. We call him Almost because he's almost good in the ring. He's almost ready to be a superstar, but he's almost not quite there yet. Oh, shoot. So – Oh, no. And he he said what I was thinking. Bobby was there wasn't a muscle in Bobby's body that could have got him through this match and made it a quality match. There was nothing Bobby could have done. Bobby was doomed from the start unless he had a Shawn Michaels type of match, and Bobby's not that performer. So Jim Cornette worded it perfectly. He called it perfectly. I ain't got nothing else to say. This match got a one point five for me. Mm. Wow. And these showing the perfect example of where that match belonged. Mm. <laughs> right there. Negative 67. <laughs> negative 67. <laughs> now, look, if that match is getting a negative 67, there's one more match on this card I know is going to get a lesser rating than that. Yo, man. Like, Go ahead, D. You... <laughs> this 
was my bathroom break. Mm-hmm. This was this was my bathroom break. It's like I was like, I'm not watching almost walk to the ring. I'm like, it's cool to see Bobby. I mean, Bobby's Bobby, but I'm not gonna watch this big, tall, goofy-looking juggle walk to the ring. Is it? You know what? This was almost like Undertaker and Giant Gonzalez from WrestleMania 9. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> because, like, you if you... Just... Just, just go with me on this. Mm-hmm. That's one match in the streak nobody talks about. This is the one match in this WrestleMania no one will talk about because it was a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. You were either it's, it was either a bathroom break, a kitchen break, uh, check you know check the food to make sure it's done. Break it was. Whatever you want to call it, it was oh, the thermostat. Do something. Anybody yeah. want seconds? I'm gonna go make a beer. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. Let me go get another slice. Let me go get another couple slices of pizza. And uh-huh. By the time I come back to the, you know, from the kitchen to the room, it, it'll be over. And if this, if this was at the dangerous house, this would have been a, a moment where Stevie was like, "All right, Duke, you need help pouring the drinks for everybody. Let's go." I'll help. Yeah, yeah. Everybody <laughs> shot, anybody shot. Doubles. Let's go. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, shoot, if I was there with y'all, I'm, I'm going in the kitchen with y'all. Y'all look like y'all had <laughs> we, we, we need to help them pour these shots already. I thought I thought about it a little closer to Undertaker and Kali, but I think you're right. I think <laughs> and what's funny is... To the same effect, though. Just like no one's... I didn't come for this. No one cares. You know, you know what? They threw me for a loop, though, because when they first interacted... And I found out it was going to be Omos and, and Bobby. It looked like it, this might be entertaining. Oh, no. Not it might for be, it may, Maybe it might be a little something here, but nah. It turns out, um, and I'm just realizing it now, I think they knew Omos is not going to work. I think they knew. I think yeah. they know, and they're just really, really That's trying fine. hard. Like they're, they're really trying to push that. That giant card, and it's just like, because I think I think that's why nah. they stuck him with AJ first. I think <clears throat> they knew he was not gonna get over on his own, so they stuck him with AJ because AJ makes everybody look better. Yeah, and then they look good for a while because it was AJ and his giant, and then when the giant left him and he beat AJ and nobody really cared, it became this. Uh, yeah. Maybe been, he wasn't ready. They've been struggling to find a giant ever since Braun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they that's really that's really what the problem is. They yeah. haven't found um a giant to the quality of Braun Strowman. And Gunther ain't gonna do it. And Gunther ain't well. Listen, here's the thing, though. Like, we, I'm not even ready to talk about the tragedy. Hey, I'm not even ready to talk. About different time, different place. Yeah, listen, but I'm not. I'm still mourning the death of Walter. So we're not even gonna go there. Look, even Dee's upset about that because man. because let me tell you how much faith I had. Oh, look who he that got. Walter. Let me tell you how much faith I had that Walter was gonna be the one until they ruined him. 
and I just I'm still not over it. Um, but yeah, they're trying to find somebody as good as Braun. And the problem here is that you should have never let him go. You should have treated him how you were supposed to treat him, and you should have never let him go because you wouldn't be in this spot. Facts. Like it, Omas ain't it, gonna do it. You're not gonna find another one. Like is he was it. He's he's it. He was it, and he's gone now. Let if, it go. If I may quote one of my favorite movies of all time, coming to America, his mama named Walter. I'm gonna call him Walter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but this this match was just it, it was. I I I can't say nothing about this match. Uh, 1.5 for me. That's that's my rating. That that's what I'm giving it. He I'm, gonna get, I'm, I'm gonna take my negative six, 67 and I'm gonna give it a one. Okay. Bobby won, right? Bobby won that. Yeah, um, Bobby won, and that that's the only reason I gave it the 0.5. Oh boy. Um, is it a great comeback for Bobby? Uh, no. Maybe. No, no. Not really. No. Man, whatever. It's a it's a one. It's a one. If I can give it a one, it's a point five, really. Like honestly, like it's <laughs> not even it's well, like a, it's like watching a great Kali match. It don't matter how good the guy in there against them is. Yeah, it's it's just it's it's, just, it's, it's, it it's, it, <clears throat> it's just for the simple fact that it's great Kali. It's a walking one. Yes, a walking yes. one. Yes. That, that, that is that is almost he is, walking one. He is the reverse of Shawn Michaels and AJ and Bret Hart. You are going to have your worst match. Damn. <laughs> Ouch. The way that AJ can make anybody look good, he Omos can make anyone look bad. Great Kylie can make anybody look bad. Like, just, it's just not great. Like, like, ouch! Wow, that was a. And it's not his fault. Like, listen, if Omar's have been listening to this, is I feel like you're probably a great person. It's just probably better than Renee Dupree. <laughs> oh. that's a that's an inside joke we're gonna, we gonna have to tell you about that we're gonna have to tell you about that one that's an inside joke <laughs> oh man like i love you omas but your omas is not big show omas is not mark henry omas is not any of these guys like omas is not you barely colleague yeah um, I think we got. Did we get everything we got? We had to say about that match. He might. You know what? Yeah. He might be Big Daddy V. He might. Oh be no, no, we can't even. No, no, no. And no. I think even V was kind of better than him. Yeah, don't, don't, nah, don't, don't lump V in with him. Okay. We we at least show a little bit of love to V. V V was better than. Uh, next up we got Sami Zayn, Johnny Knoxville. Th- this was just a comedy match. That that's. It, 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 nobody expected a wrestling clinic out of this match. Um, it, it, it was just the comedy match. That that's what it was. This was it great. was it was yeah it was it was good for what it was. This was amazing. This was this was everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was Johnny Knoxville taking 
legit bumps. It it was it was what it was supposed to be. Like if I was booking the match, I would have had a book just like this. It was let's, a live jackass. Let's have it be Sami Zayn yeah. versus Jackass. Yo. Listen, everybody here knows how to take a bump. Let's just do some ridiculous bumps and throw some jackass stuff in there. They Bro. did exactly what they were supposed to do. The best part of the the best performer of this match was somebody who wasn't even in the match. It wasn't Knoxville. It wasn't Sami Zayn. For me, it was fucking Wee Man. Wee Man Wee stole the show. Yeah. Wee Man stole the Yo, show. Who knew Wee Man could body slam? Yo, that was like the highlight for me. Like this man took a hell of a kick to the face. Like, like no pun intended. He took his whole face like, like straight hell of a kick. It, yeah. it, it looked like the it looked like that clip where Bam Margera is drop kicking somebody. I forget who it is, but it looks like that mean drop kick, mm. and the whole face just goes like that. And then this man just gets up. He starts throwing these body shots at him or these leg shots. I'm like, look at little wee man go. Go ahead. And then yeah, that body coming. slam. Whew. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. The, the body slam, the body slam spot had me had me legit crying. Rolling. Facts. Like where where was he when Hornswoggle <laughs> and El Torito legit. were here? Facts. It had me legit crying because I'm just like, I didn't realize wee man was this damn strong. Right. Who uh -huh. knew? <laughs> we man been in the gym. They've been putting in work for WrestleMania. X. Yo, did y'all see the Mark Henry tweet after his <laughs> <laughs> yo? Funniest thing ever. Like, yo. my man said, I, I produce nothing but greatness. I was like, yo. <laughs> uh, hey, shout out to Mark Henry, man. That that is legit one of the funniest tweets of the year. I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. <laughs> Shout out May Young for helping her produce that, that greatness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, for those of y'all who don't know, for the listeners and the viewers who don't know, there was another debut at WrestleMania in this match. May Young and Mark Henry's hand baby made an appearance, <laughs> and and that might, and this might be rookie of the year for us. <laughs> He's been working with Jackass all his life. This was his big moment to shine. The, the, this circle was, for the hand. Hey, <laughs> it was his big break. Dude, let's sit him down to NXT. Give him the North American title. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> nah, but this this match was pretty good, man. It was it was a solid comedy match for what it was. They Knoxville did great. We man did great. Pontius, we didn't need to see your ass again, man. But yeah. you know, you, you you did okay. Facts. Oh my god, um, yes. Yo. The big mouse trap, the taser spot, Yo. the bowling ball. Crazy. The only thing that would have made it a little bit better is if Steve Crazy. was there, but that's what I was gonna say. I was, uh, I was waiting for Steve-O, but it's fine. It's fine. For a comedy match, it gets a five. For yeah. a Mania match, I'll give it a 2.5 to a three. I, I, I'll give it, a, I, I'll give it, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going with a four. I'm going with a four. I'm going to give it a four. It was one of the funniest Mania matches I've ever seen. Yeah. For that, I'll give it a four. All right, for a Mania match, it's a three. For a comedy match, it's a five. I, I, I got, I'm going to go with Stevie, man. I, I got to give it a four because just... It was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. 
It was definitely a good match. It it exceeded what I thought it would have been. It was it, it was promoted fairly well. Expectations. I was just like Johnny Knoxville and WrestleMania does not go together, but no, not at all. This was great though. I will yeah. take this. Yeah, yeah. It was, and this was one of those matches that wasn't promoted on TV that much, but it was still promoted fairly well. They promoted it the right way through social media, through media and whatnot, giving Knoxville's a movie star. So they, they they promoted it the right way. You didn't need to have Knoxville on Raw every week. You didn't need to have Knoxville on SmackDown, whatever whatever show you might want. But they promoted it the right way. They did go with it. So I have no no gripes about the match. Um, next up, we got the Fatal 4-Way Tag Match. Um, D... What, what were your thoughts on this one? I think I was sitting on the porch while watching this. Like, I had... <laughs> I had no interest in this match other than seeing Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley in leather and checking on Duke to make sure he was okay. I appreciate that, good sir. I appreciate that. Somebody, somebody had to check up on me to make sure I was okay. But I, I, I couldn't I could neither confirm nor deny I was okay, and I will still neither confirm nor deny that I was okay. Now I will say Carmella playing paying tribute to uh, Madonna with her like a virgin attire. I thought that was cool. That's what that was. Yeah, that was that was Madonna. I didn't I didn't know what that was. Okay, that was Madonna. Uh, Sasha Banks coming out in the, uh, I think it was a Ferrari. I mean, that's what you expect from Sasha Banks. Oh, the, um, the, uh, the God, I think that was a, what, the green one? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a Lambo. Uh, yeah. I, I was, it, it was just, the entrances were cool, but <clears throat> the match itself, this was my uh, nap in between matches. <laughs> like it just I can agree <laughs> it was just it was what it was it was Um, I'll say this while I got my prediction wrong I did also say on the last podcast as long as it doesn't end with Zelina and Carmella retaining the titles it could be anybody else winning it I will be glad at that result. I won't be over the moon, but I'll be okay with it. And with that being said, I'm okay with the result. I'm 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 glad they took the belts off of them because they were probably the most stale women's that tag team. Boring women's tag champs. Yeah, because I'm 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 trying to think. What did we have? We had Sorry. Bailey and Sasha twice. We had Nikki and Rhea, we had the Iconics, Nia, Shayna. Yeah, we can say that. They were the most boring tag team champions I've seen for, for women. They were the most boring women's tag team champions. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mrs. Jobber had her finger on the pulse with this because Duke, uh, Duke had his pick which to me was the best tag team wise to consider for winning because Liv and Rhea worked better than any of the other thrown together tag teams. 
Um, my pick was Natty and Shayna um, because they were Rhonda's girls and because their nicknames worked, the Queen mm-hmm. of Hearts and the Queen of Spades. Um, so marketing-wise, they worked. The titles had to come off of Zelina and uh, Carmella because one, Carmella's getting married, and two, <sighs> I'm just sick of this thing that they're doing. <laughs> they made Zelina queen of the ring, and it's counted for absolutely nothing. Um, Not a damn thing. It's exactly. only count, it's only counted for them winning these tag titles because they didn't know what to do with either of you. Um, so they got to go. You got two tag teams that work marketing wise, and then Mrs. Jobber hit it right on the head. She brought up a thought that I hadn't considered at all. As they're making their entrances, she sees the entire like she sees all all of the women in the match, and she goes. Oh, this is just an excuse for them to give Sasha another belt. I hadn't once thought of that until she said it. And then I was like, would you look at that? <laughs> I guess this is just Shout another excuse to to for, for, for making that assumption. Like, now that I sit and think about it, I was like, she's right. That's just <laughs> Were they the most marketable tag team? Not at all. No. Did they have a cool name? No. Did they match? Not at all. But it's a reason to give Sasha a belt. So, so whatever. Hey, we, we might got to feature Miss Jobber on an episode too. Hadn't once thought about that, booking wise. But yeah, that makes sense. That, that makes makes sense. perfect sense. Makes Shout perfect out to sense. In hindsight, she had the right idea from the jump. Mm hmm. If only I had realized it was that simple. And plus, if you if you think about it, look at Sasha's entrance. Yeah, it's the only one with a really cool entrance. Yeah. 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 How did I not see this? Um, so with that being said, I'm giving this match. I'm giving it a two. Mm. Point five. One point five. I'll be generous. I'll do the 2.5. I'll do 2.5. I feel I'm, like if I go back, I can find something I like about it. I mean, I found something. I'm, I'm be, I found I'm two be. things I liked about it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep it PG. Oh, this is going to be a YouTube video. <laughs> we got to keep it kind of PG. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to go. I don't want to go three weeks in a row. Oh, not getting bad revenue or not getting monetized, man. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> we we gonna be on week three of this. No, but next up we got, in my opinion, the best match of night two, Edge versus AJ Styles. Stevie, your thoughts? Man, these are two dudes that went out and did what they were supposed to do. Is the two living legends that went out and did exactly what they were supposed to do. You got Edge with a new revitalized character. And you got AJ, who's AJ Styles. And that's mm-hmm. the end of it. <laughs> that's, that's really all you need to say. It's AJ's AJ Styles. And he does nothing but deliver. 
I mean, the guy is phenomenal yes. um, in every sense of the word. Um, they did what they were supposed to do. I was confused, conf- confused legitimately at the ending. And then I was like, uh, I see where they're going with this. I hate that AJ had to be the fall guy, but if there was anybody to have it against, be AJ. You know, Edge used to have the dream match he wanted. They gave them a good amount of time to deliver, which they did. Um, the dodging of the spears and they 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 pulled they pulled out like I would have been totally fine if they just did the match. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get the asterisks of like maybe they can run this back um and creating space for them to do this long term. Um, I think the result of it with Damien joining Edge has the potential for a very, very good faction. I had heard rumors they were thinking of giving Edge a faction. My question is, not even question, my comment is be very, very careful about the other people you put in this group. Be very, very, very careful about this. Because I've seen the names that could come in. Some of them I I agree with. Some of them I don't. Some of them I feel like need to be in this group because it'll be a crucial part of making sure they're successful if they go from one brand to another Mm -hmm. brand without saying any names. Um, I just, just be very careful because I feel like I have enough faith that Edge can make any group better um but you just just please be careful about the people you put in here but the match itself I'm, was amazing I'm, I'm with stevie uh i love edge's entrance i love his gear yeah uh, <clears throat> aj was aj but let's be real about aj we have always had this thought of what can AJ Styles do at a WrestleMania ever since we saw him in TNA? Yeah. We've seen it for the last few years, and it's like, okay, AJ belongs. Um, the build around this match, I thought, was was cool. It's cool to see Edge in his, his, heel, his heel role, this more dark version of him. I, I love it. Um, <clears throat> the faction. I, I'm just. I. I want to mention the names, but I'm not. Yeah, that's not. That's not even. Because. Mm-hmm. One one name in particular, that just is like, hmm. You know, but. Yes. Great match. I enjoyed it. The ending was what I expected. Mm. Um, do do we do this long term where AJ maybe gets his win back at let's say either the next pay per view or SummerSlam? Who knows? But um, overall, just great match. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. This is this was probably the best match of. Of night two. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, 
I'm not going to get into, like we said, we're not going to get into the names of uh, Edge's potential new group. Um, so I'll just use Damian Priest since that's the guy, the one guy that we know. That was, for me, that was a perfect pick. Perfect ad, yeah. yeah. Um, because it, it's beneficial. Edge gets a solid worker, one of the better workers on Raw right now. He gets muscle. He gets stability. And it works for Priest because he's already a dark character. He's already kind of making that transition. And it can build him if they want to push him towards the main event scene. Yeah. Working with Edge is a perfect guy for him to learn from. Yes. Stylistic-wise, you know, they might not do the same exact moves, but they're built the same. They got the same type of, you know, long hair, tattoos. They can make it work. Um, the other people they put in, we'll see. Hopefully they can finesse it and make it work with everybody else. But with Priest, it was a great addition. They made a great match. I wasn't expecting the ending to happen that way, but, you know, it was still a good match. I have no gripes. Um, I'm giving this I, – I, I, I was tossed in between a four and a five. So with that being said, I'm just going to go 4.5 on it. Um, I'm going to say solid four. But tell me this. Um, do you guys think at some point they can they can um, thread the needle a little bit here and just say that Taker gave all his powers to Edge? Because of watching him come up on that throwing of fire and the purple and I was just like you know he did come from the new brood or the original brood and I was like you know they could just they could just say that like all that like all that brood was still in him and now he's now he's creating his own uh it was on the other side <laughs> <laughs> He's just tapped into the Undertaker that was in him, and Taker just passed on all his, all his knowledge, all his, all his evil powers when, down. To when him. Taker retired, he the gave him the key to unlock it. Yes, there you go. There we go. Can we, hey, can we kayfabe this? Like Taker passed down the torch to him to make his own deadly alliance. Possible. Yeah. You already got the archer in for me. I mean, he sh he shoots the arrow and fire comes. I mean, I mean, right? It's just it feels like a new, you know. Oh, that would be hot. Now that I'm thinking about it, like no, really consider like, like he's you have from priest the original brood. Like 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 you have priest do his entrance first, and then you know how he does the arrow and like he does the the arrow shoot at the at the Megatron and his his logo comes up. <laughs> You do you do the same thing. Shoot the arrow at the Megatron, but as you shoot the arrow, the flames come up, and then Edge just rises up in the throne. Oh, that would be fire! That would be badass. That would be fire. I'd be with that, but yeah, solid four for me. Yeah, I, I I give it a four. The on the on my only beef with this match with it not being a five. I I I like the fact that. Edge worked this slow pace with AJ and just slowed him down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's like 
it, it gave us the it gave us the time to enjoy what we were watching yeah. and realize mm-hmm. we got two legends right here. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I'm gonna change mine. I'm gonna actually give it a five, just because just right. cause that, just because that that slow pace, that edge work. It wasn't it. You know, he slowed AJ down, but like also at the same time, just like you said, dude, it just gave us like we were watching two living legends. It gave us the time to appreciate it. Yeah, and it's like I have to appreciate this because who knows when we'll see this again. Of course, we've seen it in night one with Seth mm-hmm. and Cody, but still, it's just kind of like, all right, I, I can appreciate this. Mm-hmm. I think I might have said that too, like just looking at the at the match before it started, being like, these are two people um back in the day that in 2022 you would have never thought one would still be wrestling at a WrestleMania fighting each other. AJ from, you know, King of Impact Wrestling or TNA Impact Wrestling and Edge who retired so long ago. Yeah. At a WrestleMania in 2022. Like, nuts. Yeah, um... So we all got our ratings out there. We were all relatively same ballpark, four, 4.5, and a five. Um, I'm not discussing the next match. The next match was the squash match. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. We can, I'm pretty sure, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure we're all giving at zeros across the board. The, yeah, the only redeeming quality of that match was the New Day paying tribute to Big E, but after that, yeah, turn it off. Yes. Yeah. All right, you get, a, you, you get a point five out of that for, for the tribute to Big E. Mm. Um, yeah, tra- trash bin, basura. Yeah, that's where mm. it goes. Mm-hmm. Um, so next we got Pat McAfee. I guess we got two matches in one: Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory and Vince <laughs> McMahon. Oh, yeah. Um, McAfee versus Austin Theory. I I can't say much about that match. Pat did what he did. Pat was great. Um, you know, Austin Theory was good. I give that match. That match, I'm giving it about a three. The Vince McMahon match. Vince, you look great for your age, but um, that that got about a one for me. We didn't need to see that. We didn't want to see that. That was that was a one. Um, so that averaged it out at about a two out of five for me. But then the stuff with Austin happened. So. It was the best, one of the best stunners I've ever seen <laughs> with Austin. No, no, no. Hear me out. With Austin Theory, because he sold that stunner pretty good. Followed by the worst stunner I've ever seen. Um, it was almost so like just, 1997 again. And no, this was like the stunner they this did back in like, yeah. yeah. These stunners were just terrible. Ugh. Um, you know what? I, I I ain't got nothing else to say about that. I was Mick. watching Mick Foley's reaction to it. He was crazy. Yeah, Mick, oh, Mick, oh Mick, man, Mick, Mick Foley. Yeah. His reaction was was perfect. <laughs> Mick damn near died on that stunner. <laughs> I was like, yo, somebody get that man an asthma pump or something. He looks like he's about to. But I, we all had the same reaction to it. I'm pretty sure. Like we yeah, all were just dying man. laughing. Like I seen the theory. I seen theory take the stunner, and I'm like damn okay like and i've seen people complaining that he oversold the stunner and no, he he, well if that's the case yo, yo that's the point guys my, that, my that's the, that's the point. if that's the case the rock oversold yeah uh 
Scott Hall, Hall. Over mm. Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods Pat, over Pat I mean, over <laughs> when Pat took it, it was great. Yeah, and Pat didn't oversell. Pat took that also. Pat, Pat did exactly what he was supposed to do. I and I posted the. Picture. I love the effect of the, like shooting out the beer as he fell over. I yeah, like, <laughs> I sent you the picture of him just laying there on the floor with his <laughs> eyes closed, drinking the beer, and I'm like, same Pat, same. I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I would have did the same thing. <laughs> Just uh, to take a stunner from Stone Cold, I yeah, legendary. Why? Why? I just hope Austin. It was best moment of Saxton's who, life. Who was the last stunner he ever gave to? Technically, was it Pat or was it Vince? Yeah. I, I think it was Vince. Oh God, if Vince was the last stunner, then hey, I, I mean, you well, you gotta think it started with Vince. Well, Did it start yeah. with Vince? Or did it start with Austin? It started with Austin. No, like, did Austin start the stunner with Vince? Yeah, it started with Vince, let it end with Vince. Can Vince just take the stunner one more time and do it better? He's not. That's the thing. Vince takes the stunner bad every time. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, because, like, if you go back and watch this first stunner he took in 97 compared to now, they're basically side by side the, the, the same damn sale. It's just to me, I thought the '97 stunner was was so better because of the twitch, and he's sitting mm-hmm. there with his eyes wide open. But like that stunner was just kind of like he yeah. almost fell out the damn ring. Yo, I think like this. Come on, man. He almost fell out the ring because of the <laughs> kick. Like I think maybe maybe dude. that's the joke. Maybe the joke is that Vince's joke is that every time I take the stunner, I'm gonna do it worse and worse and worse. Just to like mess with you, like just oh, hey, hey. It, because I love case, you, I'm gonna ruin your move every single time I do it. <laughs> if that's the case, mission Out of accomplished. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, Pat McAfee. I knew he was athletic, but I didn't know he was that athletic. No, listen, oh, yeah, this match Pat wasn't even as good as the Adam Cole match. The yeah, Adam Cole yeah. Match was through the roof. Mm-hmm. But yeah, a lot of I knew Pat was gonna be as good um, when I heard that he had bought himself his own ring. Yeah. Then I was like, okay, he's not gonna be busty. He's gonna he's doing. Yeah, he's gonna take this seriously. Like, and I thought he did well. Like for me, even though he missed the swanton, seeing him do it was just kind of like, damn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they need to give him not a. I don't want to say a better opponent, but yeah, because the match wasn't bad with theory. The match wasn't bad with theory. No. Um, and theory can go when given the chance. Um, I just think he needs more of like a match match next time. Yeah, yeah. Like this show that he can do the little celebrity thing and blah blah blah. But let's give him like next year. Let's give Pat like a match match. Let's give him fifteen twenty with a guy that can go. Give him yeah. Kevin Owens. Oh fuck you, because that's who I was gonna say. Yeah, that that'll be the part because they're both they're both great talkers. They're you both be, sneaky athletic. You could do Sammy too. You could do yeah. Sammy too. You could do Sammy too. Yeah, I feel like they um, could really they could really get in there and do it. So, I guess we'll just rate the McAfee uh, Austin Theory match. Yeah, yeah, it's not even considered a big man. I'll, I'll give it a three. Three. Three is the perfect rating. Three is perfect. Yeah. All right. Yeah, solid match. Yeah. It was it was really for the aftermath of the match rather than 
mm-hmm. match itself. Yeah, because it, my score was fluctuating after everything that happened. Like at first it was a three, then it was like a two, then it was, you know, a three again and a 2.5. Like it, it just fluctuated so much because of every little thing that happened, I was like, let me just stick to the original rating I gave it just for this match. Mm. So I, I, I stick with three. Um, and the last match on the card, we got Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Who wants to take the reins on this one? No pun intended. You know what? I'll take it. <clears throat> All right. I don't think it lived up to the feeling of being the greatest match of all time. Mm-hmm. But I will say <clears throat> it was your typical hoss fight. Like, you know what to expect from Roman. You know what to expect from, from Brock. Mm-hmm. It just, it, it was just what it was. And it was suplexes, it was spears, it was Superman punches. And they went at it for a good 10 or 15 minutes. And the ending, the ending in a way shocked me. Mm-hmm. Because you figure if anybody's going to end this title reign, it's got to be Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Like, I already had this pictured in my mind. It's like, oh, Heyman's going to turn on Roman, and he's going to he's gonna go back to, to Brock, and everything's going to be right, and this, that, and the other. But it was just kind of like, nah. Oh. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was just a perfect reaction to yeah. me. I think uh, me personally, since they didn't end it at this mania, that I don't know why I'm thinking this, since it didn't end now, it's most likely not going to end until next mania. I have I have three, I have like maybe three or four names. Because I feel like I'm, if you're not going to have Brock do it, there's only one person that you can have do it. I, I don't think I, so. Go, go, go I, ahead. I, th- I think Rock. No, share your, share your... I think The Rock. I disagree, but I agree. <laughs> For two different reasons. I mean, just because, like, I, I I struggle to figure out, like... And I'll give you I'll give you my thing. Unless unless you do the Cody thing somewhere and have Cody do it, but I, I doubt they're going to put that much faith in Cody to have Cody take it from Roman. My initial thought is Cody. That's my first thought. I want to say AJ. I want to say Edge. I don't know. Yeah, I have a few names. I have I have Cody. I have Edge. I have AJ. Um, I have Seth somewhere in the back of my mind. Um. I'll throw my thing. My thing is okay. Good. Bobby Lashley. I think Bobby's a potential name as well. Um, depending on how they build them. Depending on how they build them. Um, but what I think it'll be is a mix of moments. I think uh, 
I don't even want to say SummerSlam because I feel like that's too soon. I want to say at one of the big four, Roman defends the title against one of these potential names. Um, I feel like, allow me to fantasy book for a minute. I feel like Cody's moment has to come at a WrestleMania. Okay. Um, So I want to say Survivor Series or Royal Rumble? Survivor Survivor Series or Royal Rumble. Um, I would have... I don't even want to say Edge. Whatever. Because I'm not I'm not gonna fantasy book this whole thing. I'll say Edge just to say Edge. Um, let's say Edge runs it back with Roman. And after Roman and the bloodline have like taken out every single person in Edge's faction, and it's just down to those two. Mm-hmm. And they finally got this spot where Roman's about to spear him. Um Rock comes in mid-spear, rock bottom, Roman, rolls out, Edge wins the boat. Yeah. So now we have Roman versus Rock at Mania. Um, have Cody win the Rumble and ain't to have it be Cody and Edge at Mania. You could book that better. You could book it with somebody that's not Edge. But I'm saying to get to Roman and Rock, I don't think there's going to be a title on the line. You don't think there needs to be a title on the line just for I the don't think so. I think I think the fight has to be him and Roman, but I don't think the belt needs to be involved. I think you can move the belt to somebody else that has the ability to beat Roman, but not do it yet. Like I think Cody versus Roman is a moment. Like it's inevitable. Think, It'll happen eventually. Exactly. I think Cody, if Cody gets the belt before he fights Roman, it's better um, to have Cody and Roman after that because now it feels like you're not entirely sure what's going to happen. I feel like at this moment, if Cody gets Roman, Cody's going down. Yeah. Like, as much as I love Cody, Roman is the best Roman he's ever been, and he's Mm -hmm. champ already. Yeah. But I feel like if you get suckered out of it, and then Cody has this big grand moment at Mania to win the belt. And then you get hit with Roman and maybe SummerSlam. Then it's kind of a toss up. But I okay. feel like it's pretty, you're going to have a, a hard time getting everybody on board with it being equal if you just do Cody versus Roman at Mania or Rock versus Roman at Mania because Rock's not. Who's Rock dropping that belt to? How long is Rock really sticking around for? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you got to have a Rock for at least three months. Mm-hmm. And I don't and know. It, and when you think of Rock dropping the title, it's, one, it's hard to pick his opponent to drop it to. Right. Number two, it's hard to pick what pay-per-view would be significant enough to drop it on. And then you think all the names we potentially mentioned, I don't think any of those people are beating The Rock. I love AJ, but I don't. See I mean, legacy wise, maybe Edge, maybe, maybe legacy. Legacy wise, I would say. I mean, it's kind of tough. I and then I Cody. I would. I was gonna say I wouldn't mind the match with Cody, 
just because it's two second generation talents. I mean, Rock's yeah. what? Technically, Rock's third generation. Mm-hmm. So it, you got you know you got the family legacy. You got the Maivia family, yeah, and then you like, got. I mean, yeah. still, it's a lopsided battle family wise, yeah. but. Yeah. I see what you're saying. You do you do make a valid point. And I feel like if you do Cody and Rock, Rock can't lose clean. Yeah, Cody would have screw to screw him some kind of Cody, way. Cody would have to be the heel. Because Rock yeah. now, I, I doubt he Rock. Could, I mean, you could be. build it like Cody now, <clears throat> but during the match, like the finish of the match has to be a turn somewhere. Because even when Rock came he back, Rock wasn't clean. the heel. He can't win clean. I mean, you could you could do face versus face, but it just got to be the right way. There's yeah, got to be a catalyst. Got to be somewhere. done the right way. And plus, if we really think about it, when's the last time we seen a face versus face match really work at WrestleMania other than Ray and Eddie? Uh, Rock and Rock and Cena the first time. The first time. Even then, though, we kind of decided who was the heel. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and, yeah and someone it, who was there the first time, we everybody in that all seven eight thousand people in that stadium, with the exception of maybe the kids or whatever, yeah, that there, everybody pretty much made up that mind their mind that Cena's the heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like he even I mean technically he even teased the heel turn. Yeah, yeah, time, but yeah, yeah. he didn't go he didn't go through with it. You know? Yeah, yeah. So, and I think the thing with him and Cody could work if they push it with like a month to go, mm-hmm. because you can do like cocky rock and Hollywood rock, Hollywood, Hollywood rock. rock. You can do Hollywood rock and, you know, boyhood dream Cody. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get there by the end of it, if you're going to have Cody go over, you have to do a heel turn. Yeah. You have to give them some kind of faction or some kind of deal or some kind of whatever to pull that off. Because I mean, really, with Roman's title reign, it's so many different directions that you can go. Honestly, thinking from WWE's perspective, I think they go another year with him with him being the champion. That's what I, I was thinking. It. That's I what I was it. thinking. Next, next Mania. That's what I was thinking. And really, know. and really, the way I see it, to, to, the only way it's done right is if, since you got Cody there, let Cody win the Royal Rumble and build from there. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, you could, but you could still have somebody take the title off of him at the Rumble, though. Like you, you could, you could figure out a way to have somebody take it off him. They, 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 I mean, you could do a, a, a transitional title change, but really. If you if you really dumb it down and really think about it, I think they're gonna go another year with Roman as champion, mm-hmm. and maybe Brock comes back at that mania to help Cody win. Mm. Or I can see that because I was thinking um, maybe you have him go another year, and you kind of do what Rock and Cena did, which is build it over multiple manias. Yeah. So this mania is the mania the Rock is like there and. He's behind Roman and blah 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 blah. Yeah, because it was like a it was like a three mania story or something like that, right? Right. Like have have Rock be around that last month, like the month of WrestleMania, to say he's like hosting it or whatever again, and 
mm-hmm. know, have Roman just make slight digs, but the rock pretend he's not, he's not phased by it, or he's not really paying attention or realizing that it's a dig on him. And right. then when it's Cody versus Roman, have rock come in there, drop Roman Cody wins. And then next, next year they'll have rock versus Roman. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. That, that would, that that's actually would be, would be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's in Hollywood. I'm hosting it because Hollywood is my city. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. Cause then you still get rock without having right. the match. Highest, highest paid actor in Hollywood. It's gotta be the rock yeah. host in the night. You still get rock without him having an actual match run in there just do the rock bottom mm. rock bottom elbow whatever yeah and, and i could yeah. see i could see the slight i could see the slight digs between the two like you know like rock like ironically supporting roman is the tribal chief yeah i could just when, see the rock calling him tribal chief and it being like like rock hits the rock bottom on him and while he's just laying there looking up rock just touches the samoan tattoo on his chest and like I was the chief before you when you were still in diapers or something like mm-hmm. that, and then just leave. Because I ain't gonna lie, the the promo work between Rock and Roman, it, it would be epic. Mm-hmm. Epic, yeah. Because Ro- Roman is finally starting to find his stride on the mic, and we yeah. know what's going on the mic. So mm-hmm. the promo work would be pretty good. Yeah. So I right, think we fantasy uh, book for like yeah, we we fantasy book. <laughs> We got to get back to the rating. My bad, guys. My bad. It's it's all good. It's all good, man. Uh, So, Brock and Roman, I give it a three out of five. How long did they go? Did they go 10 minutes, 15 minutes? Uh, They went went a little over. Yeah, they did a a little over 10. Yeah, 15 is a good ballpark number. I'll give it a three and a half. They did 15 minutes. Yeah, three and a half. I like, and because I like the ending, they could have. You know what? I feel like they could have dragged out the ending more after seeing Roman with like I don't know if his arm is actually dislocated or not. It didn't look like it on Friday, but when uh, he was playing like his arm was taken out and he was telling Paul as Paul was trying to motivate him, oh, it's out, my arm's out, my arm's out, and then pulling that out in the end. I feel like mm-hmm. they could have dragged that out a little bit more to make it really seem like uh, Roman might lose this. I feel like they pulled the trigger on the on the spear a little early. Yeah. Um, but because of the character work Roman did, I'll give it. I'll give it a three and a half. You know what? I, I'll give it a three and a half too. Just so I don't end the just so I don't end the segment on being the only Simon. I'll I'll give it a three and a half. <laughs> Y'all been calling me a Simon all day. I, I I'll give it a three and a half because it was a good match. It was. Uh, well, guys, that is our WrestleMania rundown with our predictions. Let us know in the comments or on the website or anywhere what you guys, what your ratings were. If you guys thought the show was great, if you guys thought the show sucked, what you would have added, taken away. Mm-hmm. And before we log off of here, Dita Toy Hunter, tell these lovely people where they can find you, bro. You can find me on YouTube, Dita Toy Hunter. Just actually, I just checked. We're almost at twelve hundred subscribers on the channel. Um, hey, at D the Toy Hunter underscore one on Instagram, and uh, yeah, mostly I'm chatting it up with these guys along with the rest of the rest of the fanatics. Uh, AJ the Collector, Fitz, uh, Fitz, Reckless. Shout out to them. 
Yeah. That's where you can find me. Gotta show love to them wrestling fanatics. Uh well, I wanna say thank you for being on the show, bro. Again, congratulations on hitting congratulations. that thousand milestone. Man, we we gonna we gonna have we gonna have to do something. We gonna have to have something in the tuck for you, bro. We gonna have to figure something out. Mm. Uh, but I, I will say, um, <clears throat> as far as like upcoming content, I need to go ahead and announce my uh my nine hundred subscriber winner for the uh the sting that I'm giving away. Um, there will be a hunt to celebrate 1k and it's going to be epic that's all i can say right now got you got you right hey we can't wait to see this man because we know you're gonna have some stuff in the kitchen cooking up and it's gonna be fire i don't know what it is about you but you oh you've been finding fire like the last few hunts you went on you found some fire so i can't wait to see it bro um but that concludes this episode guys you guys know where to find us you can find us here on youtube dangerous jobbers Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff is Dangerous Jobbers Podcast. Make sure y'all check out the dangerousjobberswebsite.com. Stay up to date on all the dope stuff that we're doing. And that concludes this episode, man. Everybody stay up. You stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. Number five, the Saskatchewan.